Hey, hey, it's Mandy Kay and you are listening to the Find Your Calling podcast and I am so happy to have you joining me today. Oh, it is a little tough right now. I don't know what might be happening in your life, but I have had some challenges of my own, but this is not just about the individual challenges that you might be facing, but collectively right now, we are facing some really big reckonings and tragedies. I'm sitting here in with only a few days in the lead up to a very historical referendum in Australia where it's being proposed to recognise our First Nations people into our constitution and give them an enshrined voice or advisory body to make representations and give advice to the government on the matters that affect them. And it has resulted in so many conflicting viewpoints and so many weigh really heavily on my heart as I see just such a vocal support of no, (laughs) nope, we don't want to do that. (laughs) And yeah, so I've been engaging more and I know that some of the listeners to this podcast have also been pounding the pavement and doing door knocking and talking to people directly about what this referendum means and yeah, being confronted directly with some really saddening perspectives about our First Nations people and the ignorance that we have collectively to the suffering that they have endured. So that's one thing. And then obviously there's the Israeli and Palestine war that has broken out now. And I just send my deepest, deepest prayers uh, to both sides of that conflict and, yeah, acknowledging just so much tragedy unfolding and then it made me think oh my gosh you know the news cycle has moved on but what's happening in Afghanistan and what's happening in Iran and I am not infallible to really feeling the weight of what is occurring right now and it's a reckoning on a global scale about the way in which we've been living and how unsustainable it is and how we are moving through so much just gunk right now (laughs) you know as we try to create this better world that we all know and want so deeply in our hearts and then I've also spoken to listeners who are like me also experiencing individual challenges in their life feeling a bit out of flow feeling a bit out of sync things not really lining up the way that they might have in the past. And yeah, I can speak from my personal experience. I'm like, I have spent now over seven weeks in this new city that I have found myself in. And I've really had to face some challenges that were one expected, you know, moving is a big job in itself. Some of them have been unexpected. I've had a family situation arise that took a lot of energy and time to process and handle. And then I've just spent the last week and a half sick. So yeah, in an unprecedented move, I missed the podcast last week. 
and I missed you. I love doing the podcast. It's one of my favorite things that I do every week to sit down and chat to you. And yeah, I missed it because I was so, so sick and I put my back out. So I was lying there sick while also in a lot of pain with my back. Now I'm fully or almost fully recovered now and feeling much more back to myself, but it just made me go, let's talk about this. How do we maintain hope and faith and how do we carry ourselves through these moments that feel challenging and hard and where it's easy to maybe waver in our faith in things always working out for us? And I've been reflecting a lot about this in my own life and I thought, well, I especially when I heard from a listener that she was also experiencing this sense of being a bit out of flow around this. So no matter what is happening, know that you are not alone. And I think that one of the things that really came through to me in my journaling and reflections about this is how times like this, when maybe life doesn't feel like it's flowing as well as what it has been in the past. And if you're new to the podcast, welcome. Like it's a pretty deep and heavy topic that we're diving into today. But in previous episodes, I've spoken about how much flow I have experienced in my life, in my work, and also just in my life. And I was thinking about how just earlier this year, when I was house-sitting up north for a little while for a friend, and the car broke down, but what unfolded after that was this magical month of just going, surrendering into what was happening and having these beautiful adventures. I'll put the link into the show notes for the episode. I can't remember what it was called. It might be How Deeply Can You Trust? And yeah, I'm not experiencing that same level of flow right now. And I can also see how collectively it may also not feel like things are flowing particularly in Australia right now, but elsewhere in the world and, and perhaps maybe wherever you're tuning in from. I don't think that we are an isolated example of the kinds of wounds and conflicts that are being brought into the light. And one of the invitations that I believe these times call for is how deeply can we trust that we are still being carried by grace and something greater than ourselves even when it doesn't feel like it. Like, how deeply can we trust that? Like, that's the words that I constantly am hearing in my inner voice of like, how deeply can you trust Mandy? And so that's the invitation to, to you. How deeply can you trust that you still are being guided, that things still are working out in your highest and best interest if you're open to it? Even when it doesn't seem like it, even when the signs and the serendipity or the synchronicity or the guidance feels like it has dried up temporarily, I often think about this point in my life as being quite of a void. I describe it as liminal space, which is that space between what was and what is and sitting in this void. And it feels like collectively we're sitting in a bit of a void as well where we can see these vast differing opinions and a lot of fear. Like there, it really does feel like 
collectively we're viewing the are you being led by fear or by love? And I can see in the no camp of the referendum that there is so much fear. So can we still keep opening up to be guided by love, even when it feels like there is not the same level of reassurance coming back to us? So I wanted to share a reflection I had yesterday in my journaling. Now, journaling for me is such a powerful process to really meet with myself to work through the feelings that I'm having and to get insights and awareness around what is it that I need to be seeing or doing next. Like it's my go-to. It's my favorite time of the day sitting down with my journal each morning. And I was asking myself, what does my heart really want in all of this? What's my heart wanting to say to me through these challenges And what emerged was actually quite surprising, which I love. I love to be surprised with what emerges because it means that it's not being just directed by my conscious mind, that I really know that I'm accessing that deeper part of myself, that more knowledgeable, wise part of myself. And my heart spoke to me and it said, I want to be surrounded by beauty and I want to help create more beauty in the world. And I thought, that's really interesting. That was not what I was expecting. (laughs) But it's true. I love beauty. So a very, very simple thing that I did yesterday was I got dressed in some clothing that really pleases my eye. And I put on this pale pink linen t-shirt that I'd gotten from an op shop. I'm such a fan of the charity shopping. I just, I love looking for secondhand gold. And yeah, so I bought this beautiful pastely pink linen top. Now I'm not really much of a pink girl usually, but I'm, I'm really finding myself drawn to it. And then I found these like little pink pale pearl earrings and I put them on and that just made me feel a little bit more beautiful and just anchoring in a little bit more of a beauty into my day. And it was one small, tiny, tiny step. And then I went out for a walk later that day and I was feeling heavy hearted. I'd been engaging in conversations online with people who were vocal about a no vote and I'm trying to be very supportive of the people putting out information in support of yes but it's taxing and even when I was sitting in my office I heard a man yelling out from his work vehicle yesterday vote no and I'm just like they're even screaming it out on the street it's just distressing so I went for this walk I did take my phone but I wasn't listening to anything I was like I just want to just be me I just want to be quiet and just go for a little walk and enjoy the sunshine And I got stopped in my tracks by this beautiful blossoming tree. And I did take a photo of it. I'll share it on my socials when I talk about this podcast episode. And it really stopped me. And I was like, oh my God, you're so beautiful. And I felt just this little lift in my heart and my spirit brought me back to presence. Yeah, there's power in beauty. There's power in acknowledging the beautiful things that are still going on around us. And I opened up my Facebook this morning as I was preparing for this podcast and Bronnie Ware, who famously wrote the top regrets of the dying, she had a quote 
and it popped straight up onto my feed and it said, focusing on beauty is not denying the awful things that happen in the world. It's a choice to ground yourself instead. It's like the planet wants to remind us that yes, some horrific things happen in life, but look, a flower bloomed today too. She goes on to say, choose what you focus on as consciously as possible. Your heart deserves as much gentleness as possible. So that's it, isn't it? And when we do this, when we're able to hold the beauty and the horrific in the same, it's really that holding the duality of life where both joy and sorrow and can co- can coexist. So I wanted to share that because I think beauty really provides a counterbalance to the harsh realities of our life. So in what ways can you introduce some more beauty into your day and into your life? And nature is such a powerful conduit for beauty. Like, oh my God, mother nature, just so, so beautiful. So take time to watch sunsets or sunrises or go and sit next to your favorite tree or go for that walk and make time to really consciously look around you and see the beauty around in nature who's just so constant, right? And that beauty and the tranquility that Mother Nature offers us can be such a powerful reminder that we truly are connected. Every, All of us are connected by this force of love and this force of nature and that there is a higher power presence that connects us all. And the other thing about beauty is the power of art. So we're in the middle of the Melbourne Fringe Festival at the moment and my beautiful partner Hannah has a show and last weekend was the opening weekend where it's a kid's show and yeah, just the importance of art and fun and comedy and dance and all this creative expression that we each have in all of us. And it feels like such a solace in this crazy, zany world. And I'm thinking about people I know who more than ever are just feeling called back to their creative and artistic practices. So what is that for you? Like for me, the podcast is such a creative outlet. So what is yours? Because that's another way of nurturing yourself through the void, nurturing yourself through the challenging moments. How can you use your creative energy and creative expression, even in the way that you dress each day, like I was yesterday, a very subtle little nod to beauty. (laughs) But it can all be such a source of comfort and healing and a way of really uplifting your spirit and your soul while we navigate these challenging times. And what is your other practices to connect to the sacred and your soul? What are they? Is it meditation? Is it walking in nature? Is it prayer? Is it pulling oracle cards and listening to the answers coming through to you? I must say that oracle cards are just so 
reassuring for me right now. Last week I pulled one when I was sick and I was feeling quite sorry for myself. And the card I pulled was all about rest and replenishment. And it was so it's so encouraging. Like Mandy, just lie down, (laughs) lie down and rest and recover. And that's your job right now. So trust in this process is like a muscle, you know, that we have to exercise again and again. And that's where mindfulness and presence, like this is the practice, right? We've got to come back to the present, come back to being in the moment and draw ourselves back so that we get that temporary respite because often when we start to uh well I notice for me I'll talk for myself that when I start to worry about the future if I project too far into the future that's when my I'm impacted even more and I've had to do that with this referendum and go honestly we really don't know what the votes are going to do I can feel sad by the process that's occurred in the lead up to it, but ultimately we do not know the result at this point. And the same in my own life and the same with your life. Like if you're journeying through a void or liminal space like me, or you're journeying through a particular challenge, it is temporary. You know, this too shall pass and it won't always feel like this and things will change. And when you bring yourself back into the present moment, you're not going to lose unnecessary energy and anxiety by worrying about what the future may hold. So yeah, coming back to that mindfulness. And then of course, gratitude. Like, do you have a regular gratitude practice? Because even in the moments that feel so challenging and so hard, either whether it's in your own life or when you're looking around at everything else that's occurring around you, whether that might be in your family, your local community, your country or the world, there are things to be grateful for and how can we shift our attention into those no matter how small they are. It could be the people that are in your life. It could be a place that you love that you can give gratitude for or experiences that you've had, or it could be simply things that bring you joy or comfort in your day. Like reminding myself of the incredible privilege that I have and all of the things that I do have feel grateful for, that I can feel grateful for, is really about fostering that sense of positivity and also really acknowledging the beauty that is around us One thing that I would say when I'm, you know, I've been mentioning the referendum a lot. I know that there are a lot of Aussies that listen to the podcast. Yeah, really noticing that one of the beautiful things that I can be grateful for is seeing the immense amount of allyship for Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander people that I've seen in the Yes campaign and this outpouring of love and respect and and action in support of them and what they're asking for. So that I can be grateful for. So there are a few little suggestions, the invitation around introducing and looking at how you can create more beauty so that you can help hold the duality of this 
crazy, crazy life that we have (laughs) and that we're a part of together. And oh, the other thing I really wanted to say as well is the importance of acknowledging your feelings. I wanted to actually have said that first to say the important part of this is to really acknowledge how you're feeling and allow your feelings to be there because they're valid and when things are hard, it's hard. I have this really funny saying with my partner where it's like, oh yeah, it's hard when it's hard. It's hard when it's hard, babe. And it is. And it's really acknowledging that. You don't need to spiritually bypass the actual difficult moments and the feelings. It's really about respecting that there are big feelings coming up for you, whether that's in the face of what you're individually experiencing or whether or not you're just observing that in the in you know the wider community or world and it's like allow your feelings to exist allow yourself to be there with them for me that means just sometimes it means just sitting on the couch with my hands on my heart and just meeting myself and acknowledging and naming I'm feeling really challenged right now I'm feeling really sad frustrated desperate even at times of when I think about what's actually going on and just to sit well how does that feel in my body and that's the invitation to you and this is another practice of presence is how present can you get to your feelings without trying to run away from them and to allow them to be I feel so enriched by all of you who listen to the podcast and my clients who are constantly sharing things with me and one of my clients who also listens, talked about in one of the books she was reading, I think it was the one from the holistic psychologist that says that an actual feeling in its own raw form, its cycle is 90 seconds, so a minute and a half, because emotions are energy in motion. So that energy in motion, if we don't compound it with other feelings, in just its pure natural state will run through its energy motion in 90 seconds. And I don't have the science behind that, but play around with it in your own life and just watch that if you actually just stop to be super present to the feelings that are emerging and meet yourself and meet yourself with that love and that compassion And it's really about meeting the child as well within who is feeling upset or is having a reaction to what's occurring and meeting meeting yourself with that love and compassion. And then see, how long does that feeling actually last for? So there are some of my suggestions. Thank you so much for being here with me. Let's see what occurs as the weekend unfolds here in Australia and as the weeks unfold and and always remember that you are being guided you are being supported and pray pray to the angels pray to the guides who are loving you protecting you supporting you and guiding you pray to the power that connects us all and continue to ask to be shown the way forward and know that even if it takes a little while for those signs to appear that your prayers are being listened to and we are never traveling alone and and you're not alone here either. 
I'm really glad that you're here with me and I'm just wrapping you around in love no matter what is occurring in your own life. And if this has spoken to you or you know it'll speak to a friend, please share the episode and I will speak to you again next week. It's really great to be back and I love you.